This episode of Deadpan Studio Podcasts deals with subject matter that may be troubling or triggering for some. The subject of domestic violence and sexual abuse is one that should not be taken lightly, and it affects countless people across this world. At the end of the episode, as well as in the show notes, we will have information regarding places to go to find additional information as well as where to go for help. To any victim of domestic violence and or sexual abuse, we at Deadpan Studio Podcasts love you and stand with you. From informative topics, from historical to current events, whether fiction or nonfiction, to guest interviews, both local and international, this is bringing the voices of Southern Kentucky to you. This is Deadpan Studio Podcasts. And now, here's your hosts, Matt, Cat, Tiny, and Friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Deadpan Studio Podcast. Uh, this week, I am your host, Matt. And I'm Cat. It's just us today. That's right, but that's okay. Um, sort of like an intimate setting, and I don't mean that in like a... I mean that is a. <laughs> I don't think the the topic we're talking about uh, is probably really good for us to talk about in a more intimate way. You know, just kind of us to more concise, speaking, more way. concise. Yeah, show a little bit more respect. Uh, so, before we get into that, um, let's get into our business. A couple ad reads. Oh yeah. well, the yeah, socials and such. Yeah, that's right. Okay, as always. If you would like to reach us, get us at our email, deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. All of our social media platforms, just look for that black and white logo. You'll find us on uh, Facebook. We'll, you'll find us on Twitter and Instagram. That's all we got, right? Well, you said we had a Reddit page, but I don't think we did. Yeah, well, I started that just so I could find information and junk. Uh, you can give me the login for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Just remind me after the show. Look at things. Yeah, go for it. I probably won't ever use it. <laughs> I need, <laughs> Just the, to be I need fair. the Instagram, Instagram too. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't really use it for myself, but I'll use it for us. Hey, sounds good to me. All right. So on that note, um, if you would like to tell your friends about us and just listen to what we're doing, we're not, we're available on a number of stra- uh, streaming platform services. Services, um, services. You said services, right? I said surfaces. Oh. Like oh. on top of a table, <laughs> surface. <laughs> uh, anyway, our top ones are iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as Podbean, uh, which is our server. You can get us at dspod.podbean.com. I know that sounds different than what we had before. Well, that's right. It is not uh, uh, deadpanstudio.podbean.com anymore. It is now dspod.podbean.com. We shortened it up. It's even easier for you to type now. And say. <laughs> Yeah. DSpod.podbean.com. Yeah, I like that a lot better. Uh, so, with that change, let's go ahead and go into our first of a couple of ads that we have. First one I'm going to talk about is uh, Queensboro. Queensboro. 
Queensboro. Queensboro, it's our merch store. You're wearing something from them right now. I am. I am. I, I love it. Uh, now, this is an ad, our podcast uh, logo on here. This is actually a logo a friend of mine uh, <laughs> they can't designed. can't see your shirt. <laughs> I know. But our, our friend Dave uses uh, Queensboro, too. Yes, and uh, he designed a logo for his stuff, and I'm wearing a uh, a work polo shirt. Uh, and lovely, wearing it proudly. Lovely royal blue color. Yes, thank you. I'm a fan of the royal blue. You look good in blue. Well, thank you. And so you can find that and a lot more uh, at Queensboro, which is a custom logo apparel and a, pro- a promotional product company. Uh, they have active wear, bags, towels, big and tall, dress shirts, fleece, hats, beanies, outerwear, polos, sweatshirts, and sweaters, T-shirts, women's apparel, and more. Now they have this whole thing I'm going to read to you. They gave to us, so we do have to make sure we have to read that. Since they were started in 1982, over three and a half deca- decades ago, Queensboro has stood the test of time. It says, we are owned and run today by the same guy, Fred Myers, who started the business 35 years ago from a base of zero. Uh, we have had slow, steady, and consistent growth over the past uh, years and now occupy over 100,000 square feet of production, Ooh. warehouse, and office space. That's a lot of space. And they have over 150 employees that call their home away from home. Their tempered and consistent growth over the years reflects their steady-as-she-goes approach to life and business. You can be confident that we are going to be doing an excellent job for you today and that we will, that we will be there for you tomorrow. It says... We live and work according to three core values. One, always do the right thing. Two, value relationships above all. And three, innovate and have fun. So if you go to deadpanstudiopodcast.qbstores.com, you can now, this week, you can save $15 when you spend $60, $25 when you spend $80, or bump your order up to $100 or more and instantly save $40. Test Test out one item or as many as you want. There is no minimum purchase required for checkout. Plus, your order will ship for just $4.95. You can't beat that. That's right. So we have a link that we'll have in the show notes for you to click on and take you straight there. If not, you can go through it uh, with uh, deadpanstudiopodcast.qbstores.com. And as they say, trust the queen. Gotta get Alan to record that. I know. It'd be great. Alan, <laughs> record this ad for us. We miss you not here tonight, man, but we love you. We understand. Same thing with you, Tiny. We gotta get you on soon, man. Love you, dude. <laughs> you could just, you know, text him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we did mention Podbean earlier, right? Yes. Why did I do that? They're our server and one of our sponsors. That's right. Podbean, the all-in-one podcast platform to publish, promote, and monetize podcasts. It is because of them why you're listening to us today. Well, outside of us doing the work. (laughs) They are the leader in podcast hosting. In 2006, Podbean was born, and since then, they've evolved into a leader in the podcast ecosystem, committing to providing the latest features and capabilities that enable anyone to record and publish podcasts in a point-and-click blog-like environment. Podbean makes it easy to distribute podcasts to major social networks and popular podcast apps such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which we do. Uh, You can also make money. Podcast monetization. Yeah. Uh, They offer an integrated monetization tools for podcasters as well. It includes a sponsorship marketplace to connect with advertisers, a patron program to raise a monthly income stream from supporters, not to be confused with Patreon, but patron, and tools to sell premium podcast content through the popular Podbean app, which is awesome. 
Additionally, it's easy to set up live podcast to interact with your audience and get rewards with uh, with virtual gifts, which we will do one day. One day. Uh, yeah. But what if you're a big enterprise, a big business? Well, you know what? There's a secure and a scalable podcast solution for these enterprises. They're home to thousands of businesses and enterprise podcasts. Whether you're producing company training, internal communications, or brand podcasts, Podbean Enterprise is the best solution for you. So, if you sign up through us, here's the great thing. If you sign up through us, through our affiliate link, you will get your first month free. How awesome is that? Entire month. So, if you're like us and you're just wanting to put out content for a podcast, you're going to go to podbean.com slash dspodcast, and that's going to get you through to your first month free. Or if you are one of the enterprise businesses, you're going to go to podbean.com slash pro slash dspodcasts. Awesome. All right. So, we... A pro pod. That's right, a pro pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tonight we've got a uh, pretty uh, awesome topic. I, well, I say awesome. I don't really <laughs> I mean awesome. What is it awesome? Serious. A serious. Uh, and deep. And an unfortunately popular topic, uh, just because it has been in the news so much the past few months. What are we talking about tonight, Kat? Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp. And with the byline in. of domestic violence mm-hmm. and sexual abuse. So, um, before we get into our takes on the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, well, we need to talk a little bit about what domestic violence is. All right, so all this information we're going to have in the show notes for you to be able to peruse through. If you would like to get some more information on that, you can go there and to get our information, and we'll have other areas for you to be able to get additional information. Oh, my notes are over here. Oh, that's okay. I can't get them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cat cat will be just with us. But so domestic violence, um, the NCADV, which is the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, uh, they have a definition for domestic violence. Uh, obviously, we, you know we can put any sort of uh, definition on it we want with the same sort of connotations, but. Specifically, this says domestic violence is the willful intimidation, physical assault, battery, sexual assault, and or other abusive behavior, which includes emotional, psychological, uh, as a part of a systematic pattern of power and control perpetrated by one uh, intimate partner against another. It includes physical violence, sexual violence, threats, and emotional abuse. The frequency and severity of domestic violence can vary dramatically. It's very scary. And some some people don't know they're in it until they get out of it. Yeah. And then they go, holy crap, that was messed up. <laughs> and even then, they may not realize for a long time, for a number of years, uh, until, say, for example, if, uh, if they started uh, therapy. And one of the things that they worked through was uh, trying to figure out why things are happening, why they can't keep relationships, or why... They don't have follow through. They don't complete things. You know, just any certain number of things. The cause of that is they find out that they were, this relationship that they were in was an abusive relationship at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Domestic violence, again, does not have to be physical. It can be emotional. It can be. It can be entirely just words. Yeah, you're exactly right. Gaslighting is such a real thing, dude. And it's 
it's, it's horrible. You do not realize, like, once someone gets in your head and they figure out how you tick, oh, like, it's, I mean, we've I, seen some of that firsthand. Yes. And it's, it really wrecks somebody it, it, in ways it that even if it's right in front of you, you can't fathom. And the, it, it not just affects the obviously the victim, but it affects everybody else. Well, yeah, all, all their other relationships, either old ones or new ones, it's it's going to be there in, lurking in the background. You know, even if you're trying to get over it, even if you don't think it was that serious, somewhere in the back of your brain, it's putting seeds of doubt for like, do this person really like me? Or, you know, what are they going to do to me? How are they going to, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it just lingers and lingers and it's horrible. I mean, it's the same thing that, like, you would see on a TV show where um, I know that Eddie Murphy at one point had, uh, in one of his old comedy specials, which I'm, I'm showing my age now, um, <laughs> he brought up how he would, he caught his woman cheating on him. Or was it? No, no, no. She caught him cheating on her or something like that. It was a comedy bit. It was, you know, 40 years ago. And it was sort of like, it wasn't me. I just literally saw you doing it. No, no, it wasn't me. Yeah, that's gaslighting. That's 100% gaslighting. You know, you catch somebody stepping out on you. You show them the proof that you have. And they're like... Well, they make you feel crazy. Yeah. Like, or no, no, I don't know what you're looking at, or it could be over dumb crap that it was it's a joke. Like, it, it was you know they were joking yeah. you know that type of thing. Or it could, be, it it could be over things that are so like why don't you just clean that or do this and they're just like well blah 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 and then make you feel like a bad person because they're tired and they worked yeah. and blah 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 and then you feel like a jerk but really you're not a jerk for asking for equal housework or support or a boost in your confidence or anything, but they're yeah. just like, and I mean, it could horrible. be, it could be anything like, you know, your spouse is, uh, you know, can just make comments about how you, how you dress or, you know, your weight or, or even just about your friends. Yeah. Stuff. Your friends. They can put earworms in your head about even your own parents. Yeah. How, your you own know, siblings, I can't believe all your, your friends, your anyone do, does this, this and this, even if they've never yeah. done that. Well, but then it's stuck in your head. They put in an earworm of they like look and are, are like, okay, this person loves this person or loves the person I'm doing this to. And they want to like, they want to, they want it to be your idea to distance from that person or to break yeah. off that relationship or make it your idea to weaken that relationship with someone who could actually talk some sense yeah. into you. And they're also, pe- they're also ones that one, they really don't want to be with that person. And two, they don't want the person that they victimized to be with anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> it's a measure of control. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they want that control. And the the sad thing is, I mean, it's, there's domestic violence in every single state of the U.S. Now, I I found some information about domestic violence in Kentucky, Cause that's uh, where specifically because that's yeah, you're exactly right. That's where we and live. And where Johnny Depp is from? Yeah, he's from Louisville, or no, is he from Louisville? I can't remember. We will fact check ourselves and post it in the show notes, or or not. Y'all can look and then just tell there's us so many us. So we can go people. to social media and let us know where we're wrong there's so many fa- famous people from kentucky yeah uh so here's a couple of uh pieces of information i wanted to cover at least uh just to show you how widespread it is domestic violence in kentucky again this is from the na ncadv the national coalition against domestic violence 
45.3% of Kentucky women and and 35.5% of Kentucky men experience intimate partner physical violence, intimate partner rape, and or rape in their lifetimes. Now, I, I emphasized the, the men um, percentage, not because I'm trying to belittle the, the female side, but because, like in the case with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, which we're going to get into in here in just a little bit, was one of the recordings that Amber Heard had made it's sort of like, you know, who would believe that men would be a victim of domestic violence? Well, they're, I mean, they may have a lower percentage, but it's still just as prominent here, at least here in Kentucky. And honestly, with the way some women act, like not to, uh, on my own gender, but like, uh, some people would be crazy. Yeah. So that's just the reported incidents. The people who actually did say something during it or after they got out of it, that's not including anyone who felt too ashamed because of stupid gender stereotypes and stigmas, which are just dumb at this point. Like They are, but they're still very widespread. Yeah, I know, especially in the South. The good old boys, blah, blah, blah. You can't yeah. be beat by, like, oh, screw it. Like, I don't care if she's uh, 90 pounds and four feet. Uh, a punch hurts. It does. I mean, she's closer to your even more sensitive areas than your nose, so I'm sorry. You can still be abused by someone, yeah. even half your size. And one of the big things that... Uh, and so, yeah, so that's just the reported people. It's yeah. not, you know, because there's probably still people that are like, you know, their bros are like, oh, your old lady hit you again? Ha, ha, ha. And he's like, yeah, totally. Let's go cook some burgers now. Yeah. Duh, duh, duh. You know, and maybe they there's probably so many men out there that's are either in it or have gotten out of it. I mean, it's it's the stigma who, that men maybe hold so much in. Well, let me finish my sentence. I'm please. sorry. We got to work on the talking over each other. But um, what I, what I was my thought that I was trying to finish was there's probably guys that don't even realize. Like, they know it was a bad relationship. They know, oh, uh, and and I didn't like that person, and... We just fought or whatever, but there's probably so much emotional and or physical abuse that they don't even realize is like a thing that they could like literally report to police. (laughs) Like, so there's probably still so many men and women that are too ashamed or still too put down or whatever or ashamed about it, which is so messed up. Like you get punched in the face and talked down on and then you feel the shame because they... Because the abuser, in the end, if they feel like they're losing their grip, they'll just be like, oh, nobody will believe you. Nobody will believe you. Or it's not that serious. You know? Like, even when they f- know that they're about to lose the person, they're still trying, like, to do anything. Like, okay, fine, you're going to leave me, but at least you're not going to report me. Like, they still try to put that airworm in you. So, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Okay. All right. ADHD. That's okay. Sorry. Um, so, when we're mentioning Kentucky... Uh, one of the things that domestic violence is notorious for is leading to um, some si- uh, some type of homicide or suicide, some sort of uh, side. And I don't mean that funny. Um, but Kentucky has the 11th highest, in the entire United States, 11th highest femicide rate, um, which I'm sure has more to do with female suicide than it does homicide. 
But that's a really, that's a high number. That is a very high statistic. Not great. Yeah. Uh, As of December 31st, 2019, Kentucky has submitted 743 domestic violence, misdemeanor, and no protective orders records to the NICS index. Means more needs to be done, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, nationally, um, it's pretty bad. Uh, I mean, there's just no way, no other way to say it. On average, nearly 20 people per day are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. 20 people a minute. That equals to, in one year, 10 million men and women. That's not a insignificant number. No, it's not. That's pretty. Like, and it just sucks that so many people don't. That's this end of this state. Yeah, that's so many, a, so many people end. think they can't escape, and I mean, yeah. I just wish there was more. Well, wish there was more people going into that field, either in, you know, to be lawyers or to be, you know, CPS workers to be. Not crooked cops that are just paid off and bum around town. Yeah. <laughs> Use their flashing lights to get past a red light and then immediately turn them off. I've literally seen that like three times. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, can just like, where are you going? It takes like 30 seconds for the light to change. <laughs> I mean, check this out. I mean, on a typical day, there are more than, more than 20,000 phone calls placed to domestic violence hot, uh, hotlines nationwide. 20,000. I mean, that, that kind of equates to one in four women and one in nine men. Mm-hmm. I just had this thought, which I don't think either of us considered, but there's probably lots of cultural things that have to do with that. A lot of religions or, you know, long-held beliefs in certain cultures are like... Especially outside of the United States, you're right. Well, but even... Even here, like, you know, even third, fourth, fifth generation people, if they still have ties to that or if they've recent, like, I don't even, I don't mean outside the U.S. I mean, obviously, you messed me up. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't I mean had to a clear thought. thought. <laughs> you can't interrupt my thoughts because my brain goes, well, what happened? What are we doing? We. It's, you know, this this topic just, I know, it, it but gets wait, to me. No, it's. It's still there. Let me let me say it, so I can so I can make sense of it. Okay. There's a lot of cultural aspects, and a lot of shame put on things like divorce, which would solve a lot of domestic abuse because it's like, oh, well now you're married. I mean, it's you know, divorce is such a shameful thing. You're gonna go to hell or, you know, to whatever bad place hell version is in a religion or a culture or if uh, you know if you have a child I have to stay together for the kid I'm like so the kid can grow up in a toxic environment like what better to have at least one parent who's normal and then the other they don't get to see that much because they're horrible like so beyond just what we've already talked about I wish I thought of the cultural aspect more so I don't have any stats or anything for that but and, you know, there's there's a multitude of people that listen to us. You yourself may be in, you know, a religion or a type of culture or have a friend who's in it that, 
you know, the whole like, oh, you're married or, you know, you're with this person. Well, like you in it, you, you made the decision. Oh, you came to dinner with a black guy. Okay. Well, that's your husband. You need to fix it. Like make it seem like, you know, this is your fault or, you know, so it's like, not only do you have the abuser, man or woman, you also have like your entire family being like, no, you can't do this. Like, it's not right. And, oh, you can't separate. You should just talk about us what we do just talk about it work it out and it's like you know and there's a difference between like maybe someone's going through something and they're acting out not saying that makes it okay to hit your partner or doing or saving things but maybe you know some people are going through something that with help and therapy and stuff they can get over and you can get to a better place that isn't false but some people are just like Certain brain chemicals and things are mismatched and there's too much of something or not enough of something and they're just like that. They're just going to be abusive no matter who they're with. It doesn't matter who they're with. They're just going to be like that. So, yeah. So, I wish I wish I thought of that that's like a week ago. Well, that, that's, <laughs> that's what, uh, I mean, there's a swath of information out there. So, yeah. if anybody just yeah. does any sort of... Uh, f- uh, Two-minute Google search, you'll find everything. Yeah, this isn't like a rabbit hole. I mean, it's a rabbit hole you can go down, but it's not it literally first page of Google. Yeah. Go down the articles and, you know, just... Yeah. I t- excuse I, me. I'm burping. Well, I tell you, one of the statistics that I found, uh, this was just in March of this past year, March 2022, just a couple of months ago. Uh, the headline for it, uh, this was from... Uh, Wave, which is a uh, news organization in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, the headline says, Domestic violence caused nearly one-fourth of homicides so far this year. And I quote, uh, Former director uh, of the Mary Byron Project for Domestic Violence, uh, Doris Lee Gilbert, said, Within the past year, there has been discussion about uh, shifting resources at Louisville Metro Police Department to help with domestic violent crimes involving guns because... Louisville Metro Police Department said of the six homicides that weekend, there were three that were domestic violence related. That's half of them. Yeah, that's... And the other three are just under investigation. That's significant, I think. It really is. I mean, just... Just just stop and think about it. I mean, if it's like one in four and one in nine, how many people do you know? How many couples do you know? How many friends do you have? I mean... If you're in a group of 10 people and all of them are men, someone is probably in that type of relationship, whether it's against a, f- a female's victim or a, m- a man is a victim. Mm-hmm. Or you could be standing next to an abuser and not even know. You're exactly right. Because they're going to put on yeah. their best face for their work and... Oh, they're, you know, they're going to be smiley and stuff at church and, yeah, and all this stuff. And you're never going to know. No, And they're going to try to make it seem like the victim is the perpetrator. Yeah. Make it seem like, oh, they made me do it. They just, I just get so angry. Like, blah, blah, blah. So many excuses, endless excuses. Uh, the last statistic I want to go into, or not statistic, this little piece of information uh, that I want to go into before we take a small break for ads and then come back in to talk about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial is uh, the National Center for Biotechnology uh, Information breaks down uh, violence abuse into eight different types. 
This is very important. There is. And now these are not in any sort of specific order, but they're stalking, which is self-explanatory. There's economic, uh, emotional, psychological, sexual, neglect, Mancha, uh, Munchausen by proxy, I apologize for mispronouncing that, Munchausen by proxy, uh, for those that are not familiar with that. It's like the Gypsy Rose thing where... Yes. Um, I've forgotten entirely how to explain that. Well, but it, it's where you make someone think they have all these things wrong with them. Yes, yes. Because, because you're not well yourself. And it's, yeah, it can yes. lead down a really bad road. <laughs> not as extreme as... Not always as extreme as that. Um, yeah, it's it's not always case, like that, but it yeah. can be. And there's also obviously physical. Mm-hmm. So, st- stalking, economic, emotional, psycho, psychological, sexual neglect, Munchausen by proxy, and physical. So yeah, and the stalking. What's messed up is like, this is so messed up. This is like this internationally too, and I I think a lot of places are trying to work on it, but the stalking. There's almost nothing they can do. You can have, you know, so many security cameras and, like, set up and pictures and testimonies from, like, your friends noticing, you know, someone across the street. You can have all this information being like, hey, this person's been following me almost nonstop for, like, six months. They come to my house. They come to the places I eat. They are in the stores I'm shopping at. They know where I work. They sit outside all day. And then it's like... Well, until something actually happens, like what murder? You want murder first to happen? It's I'm like not, not even not even just stalking that. should be illegal in any form, online or in person. Like yeah, like people have to basically erase like their lives online. Which you know, I know there's like the whole social media is the devil, blah blah. blah but if someone is actually using that to actually keep up with their friends and local events like oh when's the next like festival of this and blah 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 and they actually enjoy it but then someone's ruining it by using every scrap of information to figure out what they're doing all the time they have to keep changing their phone numbers their email addresses they have to if they have the financial means to they have to keep moving staying with friends like that's the rise it's so messed up the rise of social media has done uh, a couple of different things. I mean, there's always been stalking. People are going to find out anyways. It's not, it's before even the internet. Yeah. But, but it's, it's just not fair because they, there's so little that they do that the victim has to do all this even though they don't want to. Right. But the rise of social media has done two different things. One, it's made it so much easier to stalk somebody. And two, it has made it so much more difficult to protect yourself mm-hmm. and for others to protect you. That's why there needs to be stricter laws against it. You shouldn't yes. have to wait until someone is literally inside your house, like choking you for and people to actually be able to do something. Like I think if you, if someone's been following you for months and you're like, Hey, my coworkers have seen them. The cashier, at the grocery store has seen them for like four days in a row. Like I think with enough, Witnesses and things, you should be something should be able to be done. Yeah, but anyways, anyways, little side tangent. That's all right. All right, so I think this is a good point for us to take a small break, uh, do a, an ad. 
Well, actually, let me do this ad, and then we'll play one. Audible. Audible. Let's talk about Audible for a Lots minute. Lots of true crime stories on there. Yes, yes. Uh, Audible is the leading provider of provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to daily news digest from the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, which is interesting, uh, especially with what we're getting ready to go into, as well as uh, meditation, uh, guided meditation programs. You can download titles and listen any offline anytime and anywhere. The app is free and can be installed on any smartphone and tablets. You can listen across devices without losing your spot. So just through your own regular account, if you picked up a, like for example, I have an iPad, my iPhone, my laptop. If I just uh, loaded uh, Audible on any one of those, I will have my spot of what I was uh, of what I was listening to. If you can't decide what to listen to, don't worry. You can keep your credits for up to a year, which is good because I need to get another audiobook. And you can use them to binge on a whole series if you like. So uh, I've brought this up before. Uh, I'm getting ready to switch to a new uh, genre of uh, books, even though I love the Dresden Files. I love James Marsters as uh, you know narrating a narrator of it. Yes, you do. But uh, there's a new book that came out, well, sort of like a reissue of a book that came out by Mr. Will Wheaton that I would love to be able to get. It's called Still Just a Geek, and I'm not promoting him. That's just that's the one I'm going to get next. And he narrates his own book. So I'm going to get that next, and once I'm finished, I will let you all know how it goes. So that's one of the things that I get, and I've mentioned this before, how the authors always do a great job conveying emotion or the narrators always do a great job conveying emotion. And you can uh, imagine Will Wheaton probably does the same thing since that's his own memoir. Uh, Not only that, but obviously audible is great at getting top notch narrators. So I recommend this service to anybody that wants quality, a quality audio uh, brought to them every month. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Oh, stop. Stop. (laughs) That's not what I thought would happen. (laughs) That's okay. A cat's <laughs> phone just started playing. A, I thought it was going to. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, so. <laughs> I, got, I got mixed up with the, it's, it said sample now, and I thought it would like download a two minute sample of something. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Was that through Audible? Yes, it was through Audible. Hey, there you go. So you can get a sample before you spend a credit. <laughs> All right. So. But don't do it while you're recording something. <laughs> That's okay. But, you know, if you are interested in that, you can visit uh, audibletrial.com slash dspodcast to get your first month free. That's And then after that, you're, it's fourteen ninety five a month after 30 days. You can cancel at any time. So, again, just go to audibletrial.com slash dspodcast to get your first month free. And don't forget, every month you get one credit to pick any title plus two audio uh, Audible originals from a monthly selection. And you can choose anything that is... Um, like Audible Original, uh, they have so much stuff that's in their library. Yes, that you can just listen to anytime. Podcasts, books, all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you don't want to, if there's nothing that appeals to you, just use your points on or whatever. You can just, you know, browse through the free things until you, um, until you decide on what you want. And if you ever decide you don't want to keep paying for Audible, maybe finances change, maybe interest change, gas prices. <laughs> 
Oh, Lord. Um, anything you've already purchased um, with your credits, you get to keep. So say you have one book to 100 books. If those are in your library, you've spent your points on them, you get to keep them, even if you cancel the subscription. Up to a year. So go to Audible. Check them out. Yeah. All right. So I'm. we're going to take a small break, and you're going to listen to our next ad, which is BarkBox. Play the bark. Oh, play the dog. Uh, play it. That's our dogs. That's right. <laughs> they get so excited. All right. So uh, check that out, and we will be back in a few. Established in 2011, BarkBox is a themed monthly delivery of toys and all-natural treats and shoes your dog can't wait to rip open. They design all their toys in-house with the very best materials like t-shirt rope, spiky ball cores, and dozens of unique squeakers. BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratchers, scratches delivered to your dog's door. This month's theme is Jurassic World Domination. So get your limited edition Jurassic World Domination themed BarkBox subscription box plus free double stuffed upgrade. That's a value of $35 by going to barkbox.snlv.net slash dspodcast. Don't worry, we'll link it. Bark and Jurassic World have teamed up for an adventure 65 million years in the making. In dog years, that's really, really long ago. To celebrate, they brought you a cargo of our favorite dinosaur toys. Their featured toys are Beta. Beta is ready to lead your pack into playtime. Time to find out who's the alpha dog around here. Now this one, I'm not even going to try to say. I'm going to spell it for you guys. Q-U-E-T-Z-A-L-C-O-A-T-L-U-S. Someone who's way more into dinosaurs can tell me how that's said. Imagine seeing this high-flying dinosaur come thrashing to the ground. Grab hold of those crazy crinkle wings to help with the visual. Again, I'm not going to try to say this one. T-H-E-R-I-Z-I-N-O-S-A-U-R-U-S. This furry feathered herbivore could use a pedicure. Ha! Squeeze that deep grunting speaker and hear her roar. Pyroraptor. This raptor's furry feathered style is straight fire. This pyroraptor might get hot tempered, so let your pup get their squeaks in while they can. Dimetrodon. I'm sure we're going to go with that. This dinosaur and your dog go way, 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 way back. You can tell by how excited they are to see each other. Oh. Listen to her squeak. Squeak, squeak, squeak. The featured treat this month is raptor scraps. Stay on your little raptor's good side with our scrumptious soft baked cookies made with USA farm-raised turkey and topped off with tasty mixed berries. Mm. This mouth-watering recipe was formulated by board-certified nutritionists. How exciting. Hashtag Bark Jurassic World. Life cannot be contained. Life breaks free. If you see any dinosaurs on the loose, take a picture of them and post them on social media with the hashtags hashtag BarkBoxDay and hashtag BarkJurassicWorld so that they know you're on the case. Catch you later.
and we're back. Just double checking my mic was on. Yeah. I'm paranoid about that. <laughs> it's a good thing to be paranoid about. All right, so uh, we've covered uh, some domestic and sexual violence statistics, uh, which brings us to our main point and main part of the show tonight, or the second half if you want to look at it that way, is about the court case that just ended uh, this past week. Johnny Depp v. Amber Heard uh, took place in Virginia because they have some... uh, Interesting, um, interesting laws in regards to uh, defamation in Virginia. Yes, I don't. I think it's the first time I realized where they were. I don't know why I thought they were in California. I've driven. Th- I've driven through that part of the state before. Oh, yeah. It's a. It's, it's Virginia. It's like there's nothing, nothing, oh, nothing. Then boom, there it is, <laughs> and then back to nothing, nothing, nothing. So I guess there's a courthouse somewhere over there. Yeah. So. I mean, it's it's not a sprawling metropolis, but it's uh, it's a pretty decent sized place. But you've got, I mean, you're surrounded by mountains and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but um, the whole point of this court case was that Johnny Depp took her to court to sue her for lost wages that he felt that he incurred because uh, she and uh, that Johnny and she were married and they got divorced in 2016 after. Uh, less than a year of a marriage. And uh, she went and got a restraining order against him and then turned around a few years later and wrote an op-ed, which is an opinion piece or uh, an opinion editorial uh, that a lot of people just, you know, it spread. Mm-hmm. You know, and even though Johnny Depp, his name was not directly mentioned in it. I mean... It's she was <laughs> in that relationship that that's who she was with during the times that she was mentioning. So it was pretty clear who she was talking about. So he lost, uh, he felt that he lost wages because he wasn't uh, getting jobs acting anymore. Yeah. It was the media blew it up so much to be like, he's a villain. Yeah. And I mean, ah, just cause he's a dude and it's like, that's I mean, no more, uh, no more pirates of the Caribbean movie. I know. Uh, I can't, like after all the freaking money that he's made for them, I mean, one yeah. of their most iconic characters is him. Yeah, is and Jack Sparrow, Captain Jack Sparrow, Captain Jack Sparrow, Captain. And also, he lost out. Um, continuing on into the Fantastic Beasts uh, film series that yeah. he played the first in the first two films, mm-hmm. and then he, uh, I can't remember the name of the actor, but. It went to a new actor because he was released from his contract. So uh, she and uh, uh, he was suing her for fifty million dollars, which he said was the equivalent of how much money he's lost since. I believe it. That since the op-ed came out, and then she turned around and countersued him for one hundred million dollars. Uh, because she felt that he, uh, through his uh, through an ex attorney of his, Andrew Wasserman that he defamed her. So it was sort of like a he said, she said type of thing when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, um, it, it was an interesting uh, trial, <laughs> especially if you just look at the clips. Oh, yeah. The, the compilations are great. Definitely I mean, a Hollywood court case, if there ever was one, in a little town in Virginia. But still, it's a 
serious because oh, yeah, it's, you Doesn't know, the yeah, they're, matter. oh, a celebrity, la, la. No, celebrities but, are people too. That People well, have no, to remember literally that's that. what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> no, literally the point I was going to make. You can be like, oh, who cares? It's like, they're, you know, celebrities, but it's like, it's, they're people. Like, they go home and they, you know, order a pizza and chill out on the couch, you know, check their emails just like we all do. Just because they're making hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars, I mean, at the end of the day, they're just humans. Yeah, and I can uh, I can understand and though the the argument that somebody like him who's been high profile for so long and his life is has been nothing to be considered quote unquote normal for so many years, he's kind of lost touch with that. I can understand the argument for that. I'm not yeah. saying he has. I'm saying I can understand the argument for that. So, you know, being surrounded by security all the time, uh, people just telling him yes all the time, somebody that just, people that just want money and they don't really care about him or the people around him, uh, his loved ones, just they want that money. Uh, which can, you know, be his bodyguards. I'm not saying they are. I said it could no. be his bodyguards. His bodyguards have been with him for years. Years, yeah. So, I mean, Longer there's a level Amber. of trust there. Absolutely. I feel like my mic is not... Catching my voice, it's catching you. I okay. got you on the board. <laughs> I felt like it was like pointed. No, you're anyway. good. I'm I'm watching you. Uh, so anyway, uh, the, the the background of that is that she got a restraining order against him, and there are pictures floating around everywhere. And then over the years, there were recordings that they made of themselves uh, whenever they were talking or getting into an argument or the aftermath of. Uh, confrontations, you name it. Oh, yeah, her her very convincing pictures where she, like, slept too hard on one side of her face <laughs> or something. <laughs> he punched me. So, I mean, it, it, I mean, we're... This case is venturing into some very dangerous territory because the whole Me Too movement is based on the premise of believe every woman. Now, I don't mean that in negative connotation. Um, I don't think it should be believe every woman. I think she believe every person or believe every victim. Well, it should be wait until there's evidence. <laughs> and Well, that's why we have innocent I until mean, proven guilty in this country. So, yeah, uh, but the and then, uh, you know, of course, we're we're going to be very careful with our words on this cuz we're not laying blame or choosing a side on Oh, I am. Bl- no, I, I don't mean oh, of course in this specific case, oh, okay. yes. But no, I mean, yeah. in general, we're not saying that. Team Johnny. <laughs> yeah. We should not, we're not saying that believe all men or believe all women one way or the other. We're but just, we're just giving out. you background is what we're doing. So uh, they were represented, uh, both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were represented by two very, very good legal teams. And I know some people are screaming out, oh, no, she wasn't. Yes, she was. The attorneys that they have are very good. Um. At the top, you have Elaine Bredhoft. Uh, I'm not sure if I butchered that name or not, but, I mean, she's a great attorney. Okay. She's got a great track Honey, record. say which person Elaine. they're under. No. Oh, and I said Amber. I said her okay. team. Okay, well, that wasn't very clear. Sorry. Amber's team consists of? Consisted of Elaine uh, Bredhoft. Okay, and? She, uh, she was con- she's considered one of the top ten attorneys in D.C., period. Is that the old lady? Yeah. <laughs> I think she just gave up at the end. <laughs> Well, there's a that's a point to that that I want to get into in a little bit. A little bit. Uh, followed by Mr. Benjamin Rottenborn, who was <laughs> born with the worst name possible. 
rotten board. Of course, they have the they have the oh, the, the rest of the team backing them up. There's a number of people that I'm not going to mention their names. It's just you know those were the two standouts. Like how we had, would ask Johnny a bunch of questions, but then never actually follow up with him. Yeah. Oh, is this a text message that you sent? Did I read that right? Yes, you did. That's okay, a, next item. That's an attorney tr- uh, tactic. Yeah, um, but he never fought. Like never went through with anything. Yeah. Like so, Johnny's team consisted of a Mr. Benjamin Chu. Followed by uh, Stephanie Kalnan, I'm sure I butcher, uh, butchered that, and then a uh, the now popular Camille Vasquez. Camille, the angel. I just got a cramp in my knee. Oh, I wasn't trying to take away from her, but I just got like a cramp in my knee for oh, no reason. Ouch. Well, it's been very hot today, so you you might be a little dehydrated. So I've been trying to drink. So you have, uh, I mean, every attorney on both sides are very good. But the key, uh, the main points of a successful court case are two things. One, the evidence. And two, if you're, you, the attorneys, believe your client. And I think that's where one edged out the other. Because I could have believed in an instant that, one, a Hollywood couple where, yes, they're out in the middle of everybody, but... There, nobody's behind closed doors with them. I could believe that both of them were toxic to each other. I mean, Whether or not one started it, I'm saying that I could have believed that at the beginning. Yeah. I could have believed at the beginning that if, say for example, if she was the perpetrator, that he could have turned around and perpetrated in retaliation. I could have believed anything like that because we don't know these people personally. All we see is what we've experienced on the big screen and small screen. That's it. And, of course, whatever the biased media throws out at us. So here's where the whole thing comes down. The title of the op-ed in 2016 was Amber Heard. I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. That was the title for it. And... I tell you what, I read the op-ed, and of course, it's going to make it seem like I'm really biased. I know how the court case came out. No, I read the op-ed early on, you know, in it. Uh, Like I said, it could have gone either way with me at the beginning. And to me, there really was no way, just looking at the evidence of the time period she was mentioning, the relationship she was in, that she was not talking about him. Because her options at that point were three people. Mm-hmm. It could have been Johnny. It could have been James Franco. Boo. James the Franco. <laughs> Don't give him a cool nickname. That's not a cool nickname. Oh. Well. <laughs> it, yeah. And uh, Mr. Elon Musk. Uh, <laughs> he's rich. <laughs> he's brilliant. Donate more to charities, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting point because he did. Uh, well... But he could also do like a lot more, <laughs> like yeah, a lot more. Maybe less rockets and more feeding hungry kids. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not going to dog him too much because he may end up being the owner of Twitter, and we use Twitter, so. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh well. Yeah. Nobody can see my Twitter, anyways. Apparently. I know the the logarithms are awful. That's one of the things algorithm. he wants to. F- he's saying he wants to route. algorithm. A logarithm. Algorithm. Algorithm. Whatever it is. Algorithm. Yeah, I don't know how to say it. I'm butchering names a logarithm. And words tonight, so. Algorithm. Algorithm. Thank you. Algorithm. Watermelon. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the, you know, the, the whole op-ed in that time period could have been referring to any one of those three. But out of those three, only one person in that time period did she get a restraining order against, a domestic violence it order. Wasn't Frango or Musk. <laughs> if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it's it might Amber be. Heard. Well, I mean, it's Amber Heard uh, referring to Johnny Depp in that op-ed. It's Johnny Depp. So, if it asks where the, where has the rum, go- rum gone, it's Johnny Depp. And since you know Disney uh, is in charge of just about everything in this world right now, the they don't want anybody that can give them a negative rep- reputation. So, them casting an actor who is quote unquote guilty in the public eye or i mean they could have stood up for him or but just, that's a I dangerous mean, thing to do i know but they could have just not done any projects with him but not completely but that's point blank disowned him well that was the th- that's how they did disown him by not doing anything with him they finished well, up the stuff they had and they were like we're just not going to answer the calls so or, or at least it wouldn't be Johnny and his agent and stuff making calls, it would have been the studios making calls to Johnny. The stops, the calls stopped coming. Yeah. It would be his choice for the, for the different scripts that would come in. Even small movies that he would do with his friends. I mean, the, uh, do you remember 21 Jump Street when he made that cameo at the very end? We never watched that. Did I not watch that with you? Did you watch it? Uh, yeah, I did. I'm, Who did I watch it? I, I better wait, watch did it. I? Wait. Got Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Dude, how long ago they, was that? They, though? Uh, they're cops and they. Uh, okay, wait. Yes, but it's such a vague. Okay. I do not remember. Okay. Well, I the, think they ran at one point. At the <laughs> honestly, I don't remember. At the end of the movie, Johnny Depp. Not because it was forgettable, but I only saw it one time. At the end, Johnny Depp makes a cameo. At the end, playing his character from the TV series. In, okay. Of yes. Twenty One Jump Street with his partner from the show. I don't remember that. That's okay. It's it's I'm hard. Sure, to it was great. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie was okay. Well, Super bad was much better. But anyway, that, I digress. That's not the point. It's just that's <laughs> not the point. So, uh, you're pretty much dealing with a back and forth battle, and we're trying to keep this a little short. So, if you really want to get into it, just look at the clips. Well, they're amazing. I'm I'm gonna send you. I'm, there's already gonna be so many links that I don't think we'll put these in the show notes, but on social media, I am going to link uh, a couple of videos, or at least one video that leads into a few others um, by some YouTubers who, if you kind of want to watch the whole case, but then also have like a bit of narration along with it, or reaction, I got a guy for you. But that's what I've uh, been watching. So, I mean, there's so many people that have done videos and stuff on it, and I mean, we could Everything. do we could do episode after episode after episode on it because the yeah. court case took. Uh, took but we're a not here months. to do like a three hour thing on it. There's no, other we're pe- just doing a. There's quick... other people that have the time to do that because yeah, that's like their job. <laughs> I mean, pretty much, we're going to do another ten minutes just talking about it, giving our opinions on it, uh, because oh. we really the whole point of this was to talk about domestic violence because it's a serious topic. Yeah. But we also threw on uh, well, the example wanna, of this court case. I just want to say that I. Never believed her. <laughs> well, I, I didn't go either way until I actually started watching some of the, the trial. And that had to do with her, her being on the stand. <laughs> it was hard. It and was. then listening to 
the recordings. Mm-hmm. Her admitting the things that she did, I but mean, then not admitting the things that she did, blaming him for the things that she like, did. She's like, oh, I, I'm, I didn't punch you. I was hitting you. I'm like, does it matter? <laughs> you physically contacted this, not, well, you made physical contact with this person that was in anger or a violence. Like it, it doesn't matter if it was an open hand or an elbow or a fist or a foot. doesn't matter. You hit someone. See, to me, the, like that's messed up. The key point of evidence was the recording of the incident, not 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 the part where Johnny lost a finger. <laughs> the incident where Johnny was he's saying he got just got out of the shower, or uh, well, I'm not sure. Uh, I may have that mistaken. Uh, either he got out of the try- shower, no, I think or he was, he was trying was, to he was trying to freaking take a shower. He was trying to take a shower, and she didn't know where he was at, and she got mad, and she wanted to talk to him. Like she how thought many he, places uh, that's what be? it was. <laughs> she thought he was locking her out because he had just gotten out of the shower and he had the door locked, so she couldn't get in, and she thought it was again one of the things that really irritates her, just goes all over her, is somebody not wanting to fight her. She wants to get physical because. Both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard grew up in very abusive households. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just both of them went in different directions on how they coped with it and handled it and yeah, you can, developed. Just because you had a messed up childhood. Even though a lot of cases turn into people doing bad things, but there's plenty of people that grew up in a bad situation. And yeah, they're scarred by it, but they grow up to not do that. They go, oh, I'm going to be the opposite of this. <laughs> and then they are the opposite. Like, they're still... You know, it still affects them, but yeah. But you can like you can see these two people. You know, Amber and Johnny have gone two very different directions from their past, but then have unfortunately met <laughs> her, in their present. The way she handled it was she would become violent. So it's sort it's sort of like she was trying to overcompensate for the abuse that she got. She's trying to lash back out at it. Almost turning back into the abuser for doing the abuse that, you know, turning into the people that abused her. Yeah. Whereas Johnny, he took he says he took after his father whereas he yes, he was abused, but most of his trauma came from watching his father be abused. And seeing his father be abused, the way his father handled it was he would leave the room, he would take off. He would never, you know, he said his, his yeah. dad never struck back. So that's what Johnny would do. He would leave the room and yeah, it would just go all away. over Amber yeah. because she wanted that confrontation. She wanted to scream he and did match. Not. Mm-hmm. So he would leave and it'd go all over. So the whole thing in this, that whole thing of him getting out of the shower, and I've said Johnny getting out of the shower a number of times, so our ratings are probably going to go up because of that. <laughs> um, but anyway, she's trying to get in and she busts through that door and he just kind of pushes it back shut and he thinks that he goes over her toes because she makes a yelp. So Mm -hmm. he leans down to look at her foot and when that happens, she busts in that door and she's admitted and denied both that she has kicked (laughs) in that door. But she's also uh, admitted that she kicked in the door but she didn't mean to kick it into him she, she just said it three different ways and it's like what which one yeah. do you actually mean like just and freaking pick one when that happened that hit johnny in the head which he immediately stood up and then she punched him and that right there where she said that yes i he he said you cold cocked me and she said yes i she admitted on that recording to punching him because of that but she did. Uh, but she did not mean to knock the door into him. Yeah. 
which have, I can believe. You, you know, didn't she have to, you didn't have to punch him. <laughs> like, she like, probably didn't know she knocked the door into him like that. But the whole point, and she probably meant that I didn't mean to hurt you with the door. I meant to punch you. But also, give a dude five minutes in the bathroom, like. <laughs> but that's the thing. She she couldn't yeah. do that. She it's a whole um, fear of abandonment that. Uh, Johnny Depp's uh, the the character witness they brought in the expert witness the psychologist psychiatrist that they brought in uh, that every you know buddy's gaga over <laughs> uh, it's, it's sort of like everybody's thinking oh Johnny's dream girl dream team you know uh, so um, she said that Amber Heard suffers from bipolar disorder as well as narcissistic tendencies and a couple other uh, things which everything she was saying that this personality type does matched Amber to a T. Yeah, it checks out. I can yeah. personally say, well not personally with Amber, but <laughs> So here's here's we where Johnny's Here's where Johnny's team did well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did well with evidence. It lined up. It told a story that the jury could understand and he was very relatable. How did he become relatable? He took the stand and he admitted to his shortcomings. Yeah. He admitted it. Yeah, he didn't try to, you know, BS and be like, well, actually, well, like, I go to, I donate to hospitals. Like, you yeah. know, it wasn't, and he was like, hey, here's my dirty laundry, and the but I never did this. <laughs> and the most damning piece of evidence, I say evidence, or most damning piece of testimony was when he, uh, he was up there and they played a recording of Amber Heard saying, Go ahead, Johnny. Tell the world. Tell the world that you, Johnny Depp, as a man, is a victim of domestic violence in which Johnny Depp's attorney, Ben Chu, said, are you a victim of domestic violence? Clear cut, yes or no? And he said, yes, I am. That right there just reverberated through everybody viewing that. And it was live on TV. That's that was yeah. the whole thing, too. Virginia uh, court allowed TV you know, and well, streaming. Yeah, that's why we have all the videos. Yeah. So then, I think it was important to show. I do. Th- I I know he would have preferred if it had just ended at the divorce, yeah, in the more private setting. But you know, as introverted or you know reserved or whatever as he is, you know, he wanted to speak up for himself finally and stop carrying this burden and stop having all this, you know, weigh him down. And then yeah. he was like, you know, I. Because obviously you have to consent to that. It, it, yeah. They can't just set up a camera and be like, you're on camera now. I think it was important, as uncomfortable as it, as it may have been, it was important for everyone to see, not because they're celebrities, but because of the stigma behind, oh, men are always the perpetrators. No, no, they're not. <laughs> There's some crazy-ass women out there. Or yeah. it could be a, any gender dynamic. It could be... Man with man, woman with woman, you know, younger, older, taller, shorter, literally any type of adult you can think of could potentially be an abuser of some kind. Yeah. You know, Uh, so you can't just stereotype by like, oh, she's little and thin and he's got big muscles. That doesn't mean anything. She could be absolutely crazy and be like jumping on him and beating him in the back of the head. Like you never really know unless you see it happen or your friend comes to you and it's like, Hey, this is what's been going on. Like you can't just be like point blank. 
oh, only that person can be abused and only that person can be an abuser. You you can't stereotype it like that. So I've, I've talked about what Johnny's team did well. I actually have to talk about what Amber's team did well. Um, I think they did well in establishing the main thing is that it was possible for Johnny to be violent because of his drug use. That's what they were trying to establish. Now, here's where I think that both sides went wrong. Well, actually, this went right for Depp's uh, team, was that they took the focus away from the op-ed for a bit and made it about domestic violence against a man. That is where they succeeded on that. They Mm -hmm. took it away from the op-ed. But then they brought it back around to support the op-ed. Yeah. Amber's team did a good job making it possible for Johnny Depp to be a physical abuser because of his drug use. Now, that hurt them too. That The reason why that hurt them as well as help them was because this was a defamation case about the op-ed. Yeah, it wasn't about drugs. <laughs> they did not do well to make it seem like Amber did not do any violence. Mm-hmm. If they were able to do that, I think the case would have gone a lot different. Yeah. That's what it hinged on. Instead, you're also looking at Amber Heard being an awful person on the stand. And I'm not saying I could do any better. Uh, couldn't couldn't make one tear fall down that face. You know, I, you know, <laughs> as much as people are talking about that, uh, to be real about that. I mean, some people don't. Some people can just be that nervous and just talking, 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 talking because well, of their nervous. The fake sobbing. It was and, a fake you know, sobbing honestly, for me. It could, you know, and I hate and that. It sounds like I'm taking up for her. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to give the facts. Is that when I'm on stage? In a in a in a show, and it's something that's really sad. And I I haven't done this yet, but it's there. These are things that I need. No, I no, um, and when we were in uh, Rock of Ages, mm-hmm. and I had to act like I was crying. That was hard, even though where I was taking myself for that was in a very very dark place, and I was thinking about my late brother. I only got one tear. In that, old, in that whole run of show. So to me, it's sort of like, yes, I was acting, but I was really trying to pull from trauma. Whereas it's, that made me think of, well, not trauma, but think of bad memories. You know? yeah. Well, it's kind of trauma. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but Amber was pulling from her own. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm just saying I can understand the not pulling a tear. Now the yeah, overacting. The overacting and the pausing for pictures. Yes. For the tabloids? That right there, when they when Come she was on. wiping her nose and paused until a flash. You saw, yeah, you 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 can watch her look over where, you know, there's cameras, realize, oh, this is, you know, a golden opportunity for them. Pause, click, 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 and then she, like, finishes wiping. Yeah. Like, I... I know. That, so that was, the, those were the biggest things. And that, what that did, it... Whereas the jury could completely relate to Johnny being an infallible person, being a human being, to being more than just Johnny Depp, the movie star. He was a person. Amber came off like a robot. 
she was not related to at all. Not relatable, yeah. Yeah, and she was also represented by the man who had the worst name in the <laughs> world that Johnny had a field day with. Whenever he got frustrated, he would put emphasis on the last name, Rottenborn. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, both both legal teams did what they could, but in the yes. end, the key is to be a good attorney, especially somebody who's as great as Lane Brenhoff was. I'm I'm kind of slurring my words. I'm thirsty. We'll get a drink. I am. <laughs> Elaine Bredehoff. Like I said, I may be butchering it. She's an excellent attorney. You know, one of the best attorneys you can buy. I mean, just if money's no option, she's one of the ones that you want to get. Unless you're Miss Amber Heard because... Unless you have no evidence. <laughs> even if there's evidence, it's the fact that... One, I think she jumped on there because she wanted some fame. Mm -hmm. And two, I don't think Amber's team believed Amber. I'm sure they did at the beginning, but I saw, I think through some of her actions, the way Amber was interacting with them, especially on court days that didn't go so well, mm -hmm. let them see that, oh, I think our client is lying. I think, <laughs> I think we're going to lose because. We can't even believe our client. And that's what you have to do is no matter what, believe your client. You know, that's why, you know, these people even uh, like, for example, Charles Manson, uh, when he was on trial, his attorney, until he fired them all, his attorney had to stand there and believe Charles Manson. That's the only way you can have a successful court case as an attorney. Mm -hmm. If you do not believe it, everybody can see through it. And I, yeah. to me, I could see through it. Uh, so. My opinion on this was that I believe the case ended the way it should have. Now, Virginia law did not allow either one of them to rake in any dough uh, near what they were asking. Uh, it, it came down to, I think it ended up being $7 million for Johnny. Seven or ten? I, I, I can't think it was remember. ten. Was it ten million? And it was less for Amber. Oh, that's right. It was ten million to go to Johnny because they found her guilty on all counts that they had. Mm -hmm. Whereas Johnny was found guilty for one count on Amber's side because they felt that she was actually defamed because of Johnny Depp's former... Uh, I don't know if... Well, he may be a, an attorney for other things, but well. in this court case for an attorney that was not a party to this case. You could say Johnny Depp's former lawyer. Former lawyer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he probably still practices. Well, I'm saying he could still be Johnny's attorney in other No, I, I don't think so. I, <laughs> they I don't fired know. him. No, he fired him. <laughs> okay. So it comes down to Amber Heard has to pay Johnny, you know, eight million dollars, ten million, something like that, and she's not gonna be able to pay it. Because she spent all her money, and there was a report that she spent her money on two things. One, her attorneys, and two, extravagant spending. Mm -hmm. Oh, and she never donated the money from the... Oh, that's for a different episode. <laughs> that is for a whole episode of trying to... I pledged to the money? I pledged? Pledge I pledged and donations the... are two completely different well, I terms. Used, I use those interchangeably. But so, with all due respect, Miss Hurt, I do not. <laughs> that, could be a, that could be a game show category. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, man. I know this, this case could go on for hours. I mean, just talking about it. The the yeah. I just wanted to touch on it 
because it was such a big, high-profile case that had to do with domestic abuse and sexual abuse. Now, we didn't get into some of the very, I can't say outlandish, the, some of the very colorful stories that were given uh, oh, from, from Amber's, uh, Amber. Oh, there's the things that she says that Johnny did to her uh, uh, with things. I won't go into well, any more than that since it's still a family-friendly-ish type yeah. of show. Uh, we'll just say well, that's that. that's not for uh, us to cover. There's plenty of other people have. But yes, this is just pretty much to talk about domestic abuse, yeah. uh, sexual abuse, and kind of touch on if anybody wants some information about how something like that could go is to check out the Johnny Depp Amber Heard court case especially when it comes to the possibility that a, that a male could be. Um, well, men are abused every day. Men are abused. Uh, no, nowhere near as much as women, obviously. And well, you can't fairly say that. Because of all the stigma and shame around it. You're right. There probably are hundreds, if not thousands of men, millions all, globally, if you want to go globally, that don't ever say anything. I don't know if I would go that for for that many, but I agree with what you with the main statement. I mean, think about how many people are um, in the world, dude. <laughs> I know. But I there mean, there are definitely more than what people know and need to yeah, realize. And is these that, are just you know these are just the people that have actually spoken up. Abuse can happen from anyone to anyone. Mm-hmm. So, it could happen a few weeks, a few months, years into a relationship. It, they you know they want to depending on. Their personality type, and depending on what is going on with them mentally, you know, they're going to dig their hooks into you in different ways. And some of those are the long game. Some of those are a short game. But either way, if you realize you're in that situation or, you know, a friend is in that situation, just, you know, there's so many resources that we're going to that we're going to be posting and. I would like to make a, a quick mention real quick. Yeah. Since the court case has ended, two things happened. I'm sorry, three things happened. One, it wasn't a, but a few days later after Amber was found guilty on all counts that her attorney, still seeking her 15 minutes of fame, came out on the Today Show, I think it was today, Elaine Bredehoft, and spoke about the case saying that they lost and she blames social media. Then, in response, this is number two, Johnny's team came out in response to that. Uh, I say Johnny's team, Ben Chu and Camille Vasquez gave their take on it. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Elaine also blamed the jurors through social media, but they saying that they were they were influenced by social media so that's why before a jury before this went to court and before they picked a jury it would have been impossible to stop anyone from looking at stuff but after you know of course the jury was picked yeah but there was also there was also a week where they were not kept away from everybody else so they were able to go i thought they were supposed to be no no not for that long of a break you cannot sequester somebody for a week unless it's like a murder case i guess so anyway i I thought they kept johnny and Mm-mm. Oh, was it just Johnny and Amber were kept, like in a hotel uh, or something? I think so. Yeah. So. And they couldn't talk to their lawyers. That's what it was. Yeah. So Ben and Camille got onto another show and just pretty much said, "We find it sad that the jury and social media is being blamed, and it wasn't the fact that they just did not have a case, mm-hmm. which is 
typical for a winner to say and for a loser to say in a court case. <laughs> but here's what I want to talk about. And this, I said I wanted to tell you about this on my, because oh, I yeah, wanted to get your reaction. Some, some mystery thing. Amber Heard just came out with an interview. Oh, Lord. People want to talk to her. With Savannah Guthrie on NBC News' Today, another one, where she has uh, said that she did not receive fair representation on social media. That's what turned the case. Oh, I'm sorry. We made memes about you pooping in the bed. <laughs> Maybe don't poop in beds. I want to read you her quotes. Like, social media is savage. She should know that already, even before all this came out. Like, I want to read you her, her emphatic, it's right, but. excited quote that she said. I don't care what anyone, I, I don't care what one thinks about me or what judgment you want to make about what happened in the privacy of my own home in my marriage behind closed doors. I don't presume the average person should know these things, so I don't take it personally. But even somebody who is sure I am deserving of all this hate and vitriol, even if you think that I am lying, you still couldn't look me in the eye and tell me that you think on social media that there's been a fair representation. You cannot tell me that this has been fair. But we're not on trial. You were. So and we can make all the memes we want. <laughs> her attorneys, uh, the reason why she came out like that, and uh, came out, you know, <laughs> it, it's going to work against her image, coming out angry like that mm-hmm. instead of hurt, yeah. was they told her, her attorneys told her to not play the victim. So the fact that she was found guilty as a perpetrator, you want her to go out and be a perpetrator? That is what got me. She should have just gone out and said nothing. <laughs> well, she can't do that because she doesn't want to do that because she wants that money. She wants that fame. And that's my take on it. Uh, I think she married Johnny Depp for his money, and she thought that he would get her into fame. You know, big bunches of fame. Which You have to have talent for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which, how do you... Th- how do you think she got Aquaman? So, quote unquote, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. <laughs> <laughs> I got her Aquaman. So, like, yeah. I, and instead of putting in work, instead of asking your husband, oh, can you, you know, help me with like vocal lessons and accent lessons, whatever they're called, like, uh, you know, accent or acting lessons, instead of like maybe introducing her. To people that could help her actually be better. She has taken those. She has an acting coach, which her acting coach said that she has a hard time uh, crying on cue. Okay, then. <laughs> well, then she should have done it for longer. <laughs> I don't know. How, well, the thing is, she's just. I, mean, I don't find her to be a, a good, good actor. actor. I don't find her to be a good actress. Some people, I'm sure, do. But I don't find her to be a believable actress. That's what you need to yeah. be. Now, and to be fair, there were some parts that I didn't believe Johnny Depp when he was playing him. But that's just me. And I am one of the very few, and I will probably get a lot of hate for it. I, now, don't get me wrong. I think he's an amazing actor. I just think there were some parts, and I'm not going to mention which ones, that I didn't think that no, he was I a great uh, 21 Jump Street. He was a young actor. Well, yeah, but so, I mean, he's built up his But he, it was mainly for looks. Cry Baby... I didn't think he was that great of an actor in it. I think he did great for what he for what he did, but I don't think he was a great actor. Of course, he got better. Yeah. Well, he's gotten better, and then um, it's been pointed out that he's. I mean, if you look at a bunch of his roles, especially big roles like you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, 
and Alice you know even Alice in Wonderland, he's not going in like I'm so handsome and talented. He's like I'm talented. Don't use my handsome face, <laughs> like. Although some people still thirst after Willy Wonka, but you know that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, uh, maybe that's the hat. I don't know. We can keep talking about this forever, but let's not. Let's uh, let's bring it back to the point of if he is the victim, if he is a victim of domestic well, violence. If well, I know that. I just <laughs> I have to lay it, I have to lay it out there like that. I'll just say hashtag team team Johnny. <laughs> you can. I can. I do. What I'm going to say is. If he's a victim, if you are a victim. Oh, sorry. You're trying to be serious and I'm yeah, like, hashtag. That's okay. If you're a victim of domestic violence or sexual abuse, seek help, please. And I don't mean that seek mental help. I'm sure that would help everybody in general. I'm just saying seek help. Uh, yeah. We're going to have links to uh, places that you can go if you, uh, for you, if you require help. And first and foremost, go, uh, you know, go to the uh, law enforcement. That's your best bet. Cause they're the best, best ones to be able to protect. Well, yes, and also resources. Other resources are good right, too. Right, right. So <laughs> we will have those. Because uh, sometimes in good old boys' tiny country towns, it's like, oh, y'all are fine. We're gonna go drive around a cornfield now. <laughs> like that's. I'm just saying there yeah, are a lot I of cases it. where no one was helped or anything like that, but. So. Uh, not discouraging you from going right. to the police. Cause, right. I mean, so we're going to have those links. But we're going to have all sorts of links. We're not going to read out everything because that would take another 30 minutes yeah. to read all these websites. Yeah. So, all right. So thank you for joining us tonight. Um, I hope that uh, we handled this topic with uh, gloves, you know. Gloves? You know, treated it as if it were fragile. Just try to be careful with it. Treat well, it's it, not treat made it, it's serious. not a Faberge egg. It's well, no, but it's, it's something that should be treated seriously. We did not you treat know. it with gloves. We treated it with compassion. Yes. Okay, I'll go you with that. that really yeah, well, <laughs> you said gloves. It's, it's getting late. I know. And I still have chicken to make, so. But when you said gloves, I'm like, what? Yeah. So, anyway, again, but if you would like to reach us, Catch us at DeadpanStudio18 at gmail.com, as well as all of our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Catch up on, uh, catch us on all of our streaming services, including Podbean, uh, our server, and also one of our sponsors. Check out our merch at DeadpanStudioPodcast.QBStores.com. And check out all our affiliates that we've mentioned tonight. So, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. And with that... Thank you for, uh, for joining us here at Deadpan Studio Podcast. Uh, we'll probably talk about this again in the future because the topic is just too hot not to. <laughs> anyway, for this episode of Deadpan Studio Podcast, I've been Matt. I've been Kat. You gotta point at me every time. <laughs> yes, I am. No. <laughs> I point at everybody. I know. And I'm pointing at you, audience. We'll see you all later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Join us next time for Bringing the Voices of Southern Kentucky to You. This is Deadpan Studio Podcasts. Thanks for listening.